Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Culture Wars. My name is Jonathan Van Maren, and today I want to take a close look at one of the most common phrases that you'll have heard in the American political context since President Donald J. Trump was elected in 2016. Now, those of you who follow the news closely will notice that you pretty much need a translator these days to determine what exactly the media is talking about. And one of the reasons for that is that the media has so thoroughly bought into the premises of the abortion movement, of the LGBTQ movement, and a variety of other uh, pseudo-sane progressive movements that you often have to take a close look at the language that is being used because I'm not sure exactly when these directives went out or when these meetings happened, but at some point in the last five years, the media decided to, for example, refer to biological males posing as females uh, by the female pronoun. So one of the most obvious examples lately is those of you who have been following the Canadian news will have noticed that this person now legally named Jessica Yanov was originally named Jonathan Yanov, who's suing a bunch of immigrant uh, beauty technicians for refusing to wax his genitals, is being obediently referred to in pretty much the entire press as she, even though the matter that we're discussing is the fact that he has a penis. Uh, but they're obediently calling him she. Even the newspaper corporations that are attempting to call out this Yaniv person as a particularly repulsive person who is attempting to persecute those who refuse to believe that he is a she, uh, even they uh, obediently refer to Yaniv by the female pronoun. And so it can be kind of confusing reading these articles when you talk of, when you read these articles about this woman who is suing these beauty parlors and these beauty technicians for refusing to give a Brazilian wax. A lot of people are like, well, why would they refuse to do that to her? Well, the, re the reason is quite obvious, but not obvious in the media. They're not refusing to do it to her. They're refusing to do it to him. They're stating that they don't want to handle male genitals. And as such, they are refusing. But if you read the media, you again, you need a translator to wade through all of the strange ideological uh, language that's being used. And the reason I say that this had to have happened at a certain point is because there's been a notable shift in the last five years on how the media talks about these things. I suspect it was probably a major LGBT lobby group like uh, the Human Rights Campaign uh, that lobbied the executives of the major media companies behind closed doors. But every mainstream media outfit is lockstep behind this. Every single one of them is using female pronouns for biological males and vice versa. In some cases, they'll use whatever pronoun is requested. In other words, they have decided that they will suspend physical and biological reality in order to bend reality to the will of whatever the trans activists happen to be requesting. And so this brings me to the phrase I wanted to take a look at today. And that's the phrase that I'm sure many of you have seen over and over and over again. And that's the phrase, this is not normal. And the phrase is being used specifically in the context of Donald J. Trump. Because Donald J. Trump is an extraordinarily chaotic person. It's strictly and factually true to say nothing about his candidacy uh, leading up to the 2016 election was normal. And nothing about his presidency has been normal. Uh, those of you who've been following this podcast for a while will know I had a discussion with the Pulitzer Prize winning conservative columnist George Will 
uh, quite a while back now. And and George Will's major problem with Trump is the fact that Trump isn't normal and that he's overturning a lot of the norms of civil discourse. He's, well, in some ways, you know, actually legislating by tweet. Uh, you know, there's, you know, these stories leaking out of his White House about people finding out about new positions that the Trump administration is taking uh, from Twitter, even people in the Pentagon. He's famous for calling journalists stupid or dumb. He called his own former Secretary of State dumber than rocks. That's what he called Rex Tillerson. Uh, he's he's a loose cannon on social media, and he is, ver by very definition, not normal. No other politician would have or has ever survived the uh, you know day-to-day -day scandals, media created or otherwise, that Trump has. And it's just simply true to say that in the title of the book that Conrad Black wrote about him, that he is a president like no other. But one of the things that the media commentators are doing is trying to remind the public this isn't normal, this isn't normal, this isn't normal, because they want people to uh, not get desensitized to basically presidential politics as reality TV. They don't want people to get used to what's going on. They don't want people to think that this is the way things are going to be now. But what's interesting, and one of the things that I think is really driving this ideological divide, is the fact that when the media says this isn't normal, this is the same media that's calling a male with a penis a she. Right? This is the same media who doesn't want to refer to bills that ban abortion after the baby's heartbeat can be heard as heartbeat bills, but want to call it a fetal cardiac pole activity bill in order to further dehumanize the child, right? So there's, there's some really interesting things going on here. So when the media says this isn't normal in reference to something crazy that Trump tweeted or in one of his uh, you know belligerent responses to some journalist who said something he didn't like, they're correct. But one of the reasons that the media is so consistently stunned that nobody cares what they say is or is not normal is because they don't realize just how far down the post-reality rabbit hole they have gone. When you have news outlets that are talking about biological males as females. So, for example, there's been stories that have come out about a rapist on the loose in a female prison. And it was a male prisoner who claimed to be female in order to get sent to a female prison, at which point that male prisoner promptly raped the women who were locked in with him, committed multiple sexual assaults. But the media has to tell the story as if it's a female. Sometimes these stories will be accompanied by a picture of this whopping bruiser of a dude with broken teeth and a beard and shaggy hair, looking nothing like a female. Every normal sane person reading these stories knows that the media is adopting this post-biological reality construct in which they are obediently following the ideological dictates of the transgender movement, but the public so far isn't buying this. And so, again, this means that when they say something like this isn't normal in reference to the early morning presidential tweeting, they are correct, but they have definitively offloaded the right to be seen as the arbiters of what is or is not normal. And I remember once when uh, John Oliver, who's this uh, irritatingly sanctimonious host on HBO, he's one of these late-night hosts that used to work with uh, John Stewart and Stephen Colbert, and he now has one of his own shows, and he did this so-called sort of expose on Trump about how this wasn't normal and we shouldn't get used to it and all the rest of it. But I was, I was just thinking this can all be worded a different way. 
So when Oliver, Oliver, uh, John Oliver claims that Trump isn't normal, you can have all sorts of different headlines to this. So here, here would be another example headline. TV host who believes that a biological man can become a woman says Trump is ridiculous. Right? So he says Trump is ridiculous. And sometimes the things he's referring to are ridiculous. And sometimes the things he's referring to are be, that are being done by Trump are ridiculous things. But because of his own crazy worldview, he has, again, absolutely amputated any credibility he had on what is or is not normal. Another example headline would be, man who believes destroying babies as they develop in the womb is a human right thinks that Trump is repulsive. You see what I mean? You've got these people who are advocating for late-term abortion, refuse to condemn infanticide in a vote on the Senate floor, who are saying that Trump is repulsive. Now, I genuinely believe that Donald Trump has said some repulsive things. I've written extensively on which things I think those are over at thebridgehead.ca. But the very same people who are advocating for full-term abortions uh, to claim that Trump is a disgusting person in some way, they're just not going to get traction because people are going to say, oh, really? Person who says that aborting a full-term baby is a human right says what? Right? How do you have any credibility on morality or decency or who is or who is not disgusting when you can look an ultrasound photograph in the face and say, no, I think it should be legal to kill that. Right? Nobody's listening to you anymore. They just don't. And that's a real problem for the left and for the media that they don't understand. I'll give you I'll give you another headline. Comedian who believes Christians should be forced to pay for the birth control of others thinks Trump is a fascist. Right? Left-wing journalist who thinks that a baker should be forced to bake a cake for a gay wedding says Trump is an authoritarian. So you've got the media saying Trump isn't normal, Trump isn't normal, Trump isn't normal. But nobody's listening anymore. Nobody's listening because the media has completely bowed to the ideological dictates of the transgender movement, to the abortion movement, to all these other progressive movements. And the reason people put up with so much garbage from Donald Trump is because they actually think he might be the best choice they have. He might be the best option on the table. And the media just doesn't understand that. Like, I think the media is actually engaging in this very sophisticated game of gaslighting right now. Because while the media is shrieking about our vanishing standards of normalcy, they're waging an all-out war on the idea of the male-female gender binary. So on the one hand, while they're highlighting the abnormal nature of a president who tweets spur-of-the-moment policies, they're pushing child drag queens and transgender children and pregnant men and women with penises as if these things were not an absolutely revolutionary attack on the social fabric of the West. So we're supposed to believe that a president lashing out of the media is a catastrophic assault on the way things were, but a child drag queen is a symbol of our liberation. And they can't seem to understand that they are the problem. That in many cases, it's the media that got Trump elected. It's the media that the people are reacting against in the first place. Like, when I write about the latest manifestations of transgender ideology, a lot of people ask, like, why, why can't you just ignore all this stuff, right? Like, these human interest stories about, you know, Bruce Caitlyn Jenner feeling broody and wanting children with a partner a half century younger than her. Yeah, I get that that sort of seems like Jerry Springer-style Springer voyeurism, and in many ways that's what it is, but it's important to realize that the media 
as utilizing these so-called human interest stories and America's obsession with the you know vapid lives of celebrities to normalize transgenderism because basically what they want is that pretty soon things that once made people gasp will eventually make people shrug. And that's already starting to happen. People who were once outraged by drag queen story time and gender ideology getting taught in schools are becoming desensitized because they stoke the airways with this stuff nonstop. The media is trying to gaslight the public. They're trying to tell normal people that they're abnormal, intolerant bigots for believing what every previous generation in human civilization has believed. And it's the president who's not normal and his followers who aren't normal. But those who think drag queens kids are, are cool that they're normal now right those who think a woman can have a penis and that somebody should have to wax that penis that's 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 normal now like if that's normal the word normal no longer has any meaning and that's exactly what the media is facing right now like not a day goes by now without one media outlet or another pushing a story that treats the transgender ideology now as fact and i'm not sure again as i mentioned before precisely when the media moguls met behind closed doors and collectively decided to use phrases like her penis and his breasts but a quick look at any article dealing with the transgender issue proves that such meetings and such directives did in fact happen every single one of us knows that any journalist in any mainstream publication who refused to admit that a biological male with a functioning penis who claimed he was a female was in fact a female that person would get fired and would get fired almost immediately so we're basically seeing a calculated media campaign that trying to overload a skeptical public until they go from recoiling to rolling their eyes Right. Politics is downstream from culture and the LGBT movement is not seeking acceptance, as we've discussed on this podcast before. They're demanding power. They're demanding power. And so I just wanted to duck onto this podcast again this week to take a look at that specific phrase that this isn't normal, because I get that the, the politics is so chaotic that a lot of people have trouble knowing what to think, right? Like, I, I see Trump's tweets all the time, and I think they're just a joke. I think he's so petulant. I think he's so childish. And then some some reasonable-sounding journalist will say, this isn't normal, and you sort of feel sympathy for that. Well, yeah, that's true. This isn't normal. He's right. You know, the president of the United States, the man who's inhabiting the office of George Washington and Abraham Lincoln should not be acting like this. And then you see that same journalist pushing for, you know, the, the decapitation, dismemberment, and disembowelment of nearly full-term babies in the womb. You see them deliberately disguising the humanity of the baby in the womb. You see them referring to pregnant men, seeing them refer to her penis and his breasts. And you're like, well, no wonder you got Trump. You guys are the reason Donald Trump got elected because his idiot tweeting is far better than any of the garbage the media is pushing on us, right? Basically, what the media wants is all of us to be really polite to each other while they hollow out Western civilization from the inside out and then finally knock it over when they're finished, right? They want us all to roll over and be very, very polite while they champion insidious ideologies that are going to destroy a generation of children with gender ideology, hypersexualized children on television, and in addition to that, continue to champion the destruction of preborn human beings in the womb. So no, the media is right. What Trump is doing isn't normal. His tweets aren't normal. The nonstop, hectic, get-out-of-my-face scandals are not normal. None of this is normal. But the reason Trump got elected is because he's not the most abnormal one. They're the ones that changed. 
they're the ones that in the last decade have gra- like basically grabbed hold of and embraced an ideology that all of Western civilization would have considered nuts until just a couple of years ago. So that's why we have such an abnormal politics. That's why our politics are so chaotic, and that's why the media is largely responsible, because what they are championing is a post-reality society where we can reject science, we can reject biology, but at the same time, it's really bad when the president is rude on Twitter. Thanks so much for joining me again for this short rundown this week. Head over to thebridgehead.ca if you want to check out my daily commentary as well as my other podcasts. I also have the Van Maren Show, which is a weekly interview show that you can also check out either at thebridgehead.ca or lifesightnews.com. Thank you so much for joining me again this week, and hopefully you'll tune in again next week. Bye for now.